Episode 54, OpenAI Marketplace. Hi, everybody. This is Ryan and Ben, and today we're going to be talking about OpenAI potentially creating an AI model marketplace, Meta's voice box, and AI is making its way into another sporting event. Stay tuned as we catch you up on all the AI news in about 10 minutes. But first, Ryan hit us with the little news bulletins. Yes, so the ChatGPT subreddit now has 2,098,000 members strong. Secondly, President Joe Biden met with the AI experts in San Francisco on Tuesday as the U.S. government continues to understand how to best regulate the technology. And the last news item, if you enjoy our show, you can support us. The easiest way to support us is by going to our website and clicking on the new support tab in the menu header. You'll be redirected to our Buy Me a Coffee page, which will allow you to give directly there without creating an account. We appreciate it in advance, and uh, we hope you give if if you like what you hear here. So... Let's get into the first topic. Ben, what do you got for us? All right, yeah. The OpenAI Marketplace, they uh, they kind of announced this this past weekend, or this past week. OpenAI intends to introduce a marketplace that enables developers to monetize their AI models constructed using OpenAI's own AI technology. The utilization of ChatGPT by enterprise clients is often customized to suit their specific requirements, and these applications encompass diverse domains such as detecting financial fraud from online transaction data or providing insights about specific markets using internal documents. Now, the creators of those models, of those such models, would have the opportunity to offer their solutions to other businesses via OpenAI's marketplace. This marketplace has the potential to compete with existing app stores create operated by certain customers and technology partners of OpenAI, including Salesforce, which we mentioned in the last uh, episode, and Microsoft. Moreover, it could facilitate the expansion of OpenAI's technology by reaching a wider customer base. Companies like um, Aquant, which develops uh, software for manufacturers to assist customers with device maintenance and repairs, and the Khan Academy, an educational app, might demonstrate interest in presenting their ChatGPT-powered AI models to OpenAI's marketplace. So it's kind of like if you create something, then you might be able to monetize it back, assuming there's not... Um, uh, it's not trained on, I guess, proprietary information, but it's pretty cool. Um, something that we'll look to see coming down the pipeline and another way for OpenAI to make money. They're going to be making a lot of money here. Yep. All right. Nextly, Meta has announced a new generative AI model called VoiceBox that can replicate voices in six languages. However, the company has decided not to publicly release the model due to the potential risks of misuse. In a research post, Meta emphasized the importance of striking a balance between openness and responsibility in AI development. Now, the VoiceBox model uh, could have various applications, such as allowing visually impaired individuals to hear messages in the voice of their friends, enabling users to speak in foreign languages using their own voice, and improving the audio tracks for videos or virtual assistants. And Meta has expressed its eagerness to see how other researchers build on their own work. Now, Meta's decision to withhold the release of its AI voice replication model, VoiceMix, highlights the concern about the potential misuse of this technology. Now, while the model has promising applications like we had talked about, Meta acknowledges the need to exercise caution in making such, such technology widely available. And again, they're kind of keeping it away from people, and that's a really interesting move. Now, in other news, I did listen to another podcast, I'll redirect you, about an AI voice that can replicate voices, and they did an entire podcast on it. It was really interesting. It 
it was three episodes. It was um, plan, uh, on Planet Money AI podcast, and the episode was called 1.0, The Rise of the Machines. And it's a three-parter. It's pretty good. It kind of touches on this voice uh, voice uh, replication software really, really neat. So I encourage you to go take a look at that. Um, they're each about 30 minutes, but I, I binged it. It was awesome. So take a look at that to get more insight into it. All right, now our last topic here. The uh, IBM announced Wednesday that AI will be incorporated into the Wimbledon tennis commentary this year. According to IBM's press release, the AI commentary tool they have developed will be utilized for all video highlights packages throughout uh, Wimbledon. Now, fans can access this feature on the Wimbledon website and app. And this is, they said that the AI commentary will be released after the tournament is over. So I don't know if this is going to be live or if this is actually going to take a while to actually get on the app. We'll have to see when that time comes, but they've said it'll be after the tournament is over. Now, when you are uh, accessing this content, you will also be able to toggle on and off the AI audio commentary. Now, a couple things. My assumption is that the ability to toggle it on and off is a move to give them great feedback on how much fans actually like the AI commentary because they, you know, they'll be able to see when that button is clicked and then that gives them really good feedback for that. Now, experts collaborated with Wimbledon organizers to train the AI in the distinctive language of tennis. So it's already been trained kind of on on that. Um, so that's pretty cool as well. Now, in addition to AI-driven video commentary, Wimbledon already employs AI to provide match insights, highlight reels, and a power index leaderboard. This year, AI will also be utilized to offer draw analysis, calculating the chances of players reaching the singles draw final. So that's pretty interesting. Now, Kevin Farrar, IBM's sports Uh, partnerships leader expressed his view that AI should complement the human element rather than replace it in sports commentary, which is kind of where AI fits almost everywhere else in life. Honestly, Uh, it's not usually replacing us totally. It's complementing us and it should be a useful tool. Now, so I think that's kind of in line with everything else. Now, according to the Telegraph, Farrar, I I think I'm saying that right, uh, emphasized that John McEnroe's irreplaceable presence in commentary demonstrates the ongoing necessity of the human element. He stated that AI serves as a supplement and complement to the human aspect, which is true. If you're watching any sort of sports, uh, a sports event, you kind of like the even the pauses it knows you know people that are really good at play by play they know when to pause and when to to let the let the match come to them if you will so i think that's really interesting on highlights i think commentary is much less important but i do think all the all the most famous highlights that i can think of like the miracle on ice with the us and russian hockey team the like you get into it when you listen to the audio you hear the emotion in the voice I wonder how that will be captured because you AI will not know the moment, how big it is, you know, kind of all that extra context, which creates an, a really memorable sports moment. So I mm-hmm. don't think that AI clips will be remembered in that essence. But if it's just a normal play by play, it might be something that uh, that, you know, that that it can be useful in that aspect. But I don't think it's going to be for like the once in a decade shots that you go back and listen to all the time. 
that's something that I don't I don't think you can replace the human element on that. Yeah, and 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 off of that too, if you like I talked about with that podcast for the Planet Money, even that you could kind of tell it was the, the technology still has not gotten there yet. You know, give it a year maybe. But even even if you listen to that podcast when they're going back and forth with the AI, it it still misses some of the yeah. inflection points. And also too, just as a note for Wimbledon, or Wimbledon, excuse me, is that this is, IBM does this every year. If you ever watch it, I mean, there's stats galore on it. They got yeah. you know a Watson looking all over this thing. So I'm curious how AI will change it. And if you're a fan of the show here, we invite you to watch Wimbledon and tell us what you see and say, hey, you know, send us an email and be like, hey, this is actually where they used it and this is what I'm seeing because I'm kind of curious how they're going to be using it too, like you said. Yeah, and we'll see, we'll see how that kind of ties in there. So, Ryan, why don't you take us out? Yes, uh, thank you guys for giving us a listen. Rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss our two new episodes every week on Mondays and Thursdays. If you appreciate the information we present, you can support us on our website, thechatgptreport.com. You also find links as well as transcripts to each show on the website. Give us a follow on LinkedIn and Twitter at chatgptreport and send us an email, thechatgptreport at gmail.com. We hope you have a fantastic rest of your Thursday. Have a great weekend, and we will see you Monday.